For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How are you, Mike? Hey, can you hear me? Mike, I can hear you great, man. How are you? I'm absolutely wonderful, my dude. How are you on this absolutely dreary as hell Michigan Thursday? Well, I'm in a Nevada Thursday, and a Nevada Thursday in in uh, January is typically sunny, about 55 degrees. That sounds like perfect Mike. Yeah, that's Mike weather right there, isn't it? That is. Yep. Yeah, no, I'm it's out like here. Go for a run with a hoodie on. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Exactly. No, I'm out here in Las Vegas at the moment. Uh, very nice day. Uh, enjoying the new year so far. Uh, happy New Year. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, when the cutoff is, yeah, you as well. when you can't say it anymore, but I'm saying it. Happy New Year. I think the first time that you talk to somebody, like, throughout the year, mm-hmm. you can say Happy New Year. Like, it's kind of weird and psychotic at a point, but if you haven't talked to somebody and you haven't wished them a Happy New Year yet, Feel free. I think it's, I think the cutoff is February first. I think if I think if you even if you haven't seen the person, talk to the person. If it's February, you, you can't know. Still has to be January. That's what I'm saying. But we'll see. Uh, hmm. we'll yes, see. let us know what you think over on Mike's Instagram. Next year, I won't talk to you until like March, and then I'll say Happy New Year, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, sure. Yeah. Do that, and uh, <laughs> that'll be not great podcasting. But hey, we'll see. Yeah. We'll you know? see. Who knows? Uh, for people just joining us, um, this is our first new music podcast of 2023. I'm excited. Yeah. If you want to go back and check out some of our end of the year episodes to hear about some of our favorite records, I think they're great uh, conversations we had. Um, and check out our lists over on uh, Instagram. We have them up there too. Our yep. great, uh, our favorite uh, albums and EPs. And, uh, yeah. Before we get into everything new, have you thought about 2022 now as a whole? Like as a whole, has enough time yeah. passed when you can be like, okay, was it a better year than 2021 or 2020? Kind of where do you think 2022 sort of ranked um, as far as the last few years? Yeah. So I was honestly thinking about this, right? And I thought, you know, 2022, pretty good year overall. 
But then when I'm when I'm looking at like my top end of the year list, right? Mm-hmm. You got to compare and like look back to the last year. And I think if any one of my top five records of 2021 came out in 2022, it would have won. Mm. Well, that's not a, that's not a strong case for 2022, is it? No, I think. 2021 as a whole was a lot more top heavy for us. I think there are a lot of great records that came out. Right. But then the instant I start getting into like my seventies and eighties, these records don't hold up as well. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, these, these were decent, but I wasn't like super happy with them. Whereas 2022, like I'm looking at this and I get all the way through the top hundred and I'm pretty happy with all of those records, like on the whole. So like, if you're asking me, all right, pick a top 10 2021 or 2022, I think I'm going 2021. But if you say pick the field, I'm picking 2022. There you go. I totally know what you mean. I mean, not a lot of bad records came out in 2022. Like a lot of really solid stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a hard year to make a list. Yeah, for sure. I found harder than 2021, maybe in some cases. So yep. I'm with you in that respect. And we are already off to the races with... Mm-hmm. News. Okay. For 2023. New news. New news. Uh, We've got two kind of sad ones, Mm. one really sad one, Mm. and one kind of neat one. Okay. Where are we going? Uh, Wherever you think. All right. Let's just start saddest to most happy. Um, Unfortunately, yesterday we got the news. Jeff Beck passed away. I don't know if you saw this. Um. Iconic guitar player, just for sure. Great musician. Very, very unfortunate. Yeah, I know. I did see that. Yeah. Obviously a guy that's, yeah, I mean, a very notable guitar player known for playing Fender Strats and, and also his um, Seymour Duncan JB pickup. A lot of people don't know the most famous guitar pickup maybe ever mm-hmm. um, is the Seymour Duncan JB and it stands for Jeff Beck. Yep. It's not, it's not really like an f- official signature pickup. It just says JB. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but that's uh, one of his, you know, very important things. I bought one when I was a kid, put it in my guitar to make my guitar sound better when I didn't have any money. That was uh, a thing I did. A lot of us did. So yep. rest in peace, Jeff Beck. Uh, very good one. And un- un- almost an underrated guitar player, honestly. I really think so. I think what he lacked a lot in technique, he made up for with ingenuity. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's kind of an underrated skill. Totally, man. Because you really don't have to be the greatest guitar player in the world. You just have to find the next thing. Hey. Right. Yeah. And if you do, if you write smartly, I think you can make a lot better music than something that's just, ah, technique. Look at Tom Morello. Exactly. Legend. There's people that can play circles around that guy, but they're not better than him. Anyway. Yep. Uh, sad. Sad, sad, sad. Um, Yeah. Uh, Medium sad news. Uh, We've got news this week of two bands, unfortunately, coming to the end of their careers for the time being. Um, First one being Palisades. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really unfortunate. Writing was kind of on the wall with this one, though. Uh, Some singer changes. Yeah. Lou leaving and then the guitarist becoming the vocalist and then him leaving. And it's like, oh, man, what's going to happen here? Um, But... You know, we got a great career out of them, pretty lengthy. I think they've been a band for about 13 years, some really cool music. So really unfortunate. You've got one last chance to see them. They've announced a last show. So make sure if you're in California, you go to that. That's good. Uh, And in the same vein, uh, kind of announced today, they also have a kind of farewell show planned for February in Arizona. Uh, Another one with the writing on the wall, Dollskin's broken up. Oh, that's too bad. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, they lost two members within the last couple of years. They've only put out a song or two, just drummer and vocalist and touring musicians. And it happens. Yeah. um, I was always kind of ready for that band to kind of pop, you know, and it it quite didn't Mm -hmm. quite get there. That's too bad. Hopefully the other members uh, can, can move on to some, some projects that they're really excited about. Yeah. Well, um, I forget her name, but the lead guitarist, she's in Tala now. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like, that's pretty cool. Very cool. I don't know where the bass player ran off to. I mean, obviously vocalist, drummer, who knows where they'll go. This just announced, right? So yeah, we'll see. I feel like we're talking about the draft. <laughs> I know it does seem a little <laughs> like that. 
We're working up to the transfer window. Free agents, free agents, guys. All right. We're going to get into some happy news, everybody. Don't, don't, uh, yes. Well, it depends how you look at it. Are you a fan of Deathcore? And this is uh, probably pretty happy news. Year of Deathcore, baby. Yeah. Uh, Chaos and Carnage 2023 announced. Really happy to have this tour kind of back in the circle. Uh, it's one of the bigger death metal deathcore tours of the year. Uh, lineup consisting of some of our favorite bands, some old school, some newer, uh, with Slam Squad opening up. Then we go to Crown Magnetar, mm-hmm. absolutely awesome band. Sansquabog next. Then we've got Aborted and Boner of Osiris here in the middle of the tour poster. Wow. And then uh, co-headliner Suicide Silence and Dying Fetus. Yeah. So great stuff. Really good. I'm sure tons really of people good. will love that tour. I love Born of Osiris kind of in the middle of that. That's a nice like... I know. That's going to be really nice. Like I think a really nice show to go to. They break it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, I love Aborted. You know that. So great. Great band. Mm-hmm. Great, great uh, lineup. It's kind of weird to me because like Born of Osiris, they really do fit more on a tour like this to me than a lot of the standard like metalcore tours they do get on. Mm-hmm. I think like riff wise and like a lot of the sound is metalcore, but it's still probably one of like, if you just listen to metalcore, it's probably one of the heaviest metalcore bands you listen to. And yeah, I think it just doesn't get touched on very often. No, I agree with that. I agree with you. Um, but yeah, that's kind of all I have for news off the top of my head. Do you have anything? Not that I can think of really. Um, no, you know, I think, uh, I'm ready to get some new records on the board here, you know? Um, yep. I know there's some news we're probably going to talk about at the very end of a record announcement or two. Yeah. We'll get to that at the end. Singles and stuff like Um, that. But let's start it off because we have some records that you never know. Uh, Could be album of the year contenders. Yep. Could be top tens. Who knows? And uh, I'm excited to start with the the first the first one of this of this year. Yep. So two of these records, we've got six today. Two of them uh, are already out. We've kind of had them for about a week two weeks in the case of one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're just trying to play some catch up for the year. Uh, but it's always interesting to me this time of year because we really do clean slate, right? Like 2022 was great and everything like that. No bearing on these records. So I really like coming in, experiencing these records at the start of the year and seeing who is going to set the bar for what we've got going on the rest of the year. Yeah, I love it. Um And number six, absolutely classic death metal band, kind of speaking with the Chaos and Carnage tour. I don't think these guys would ever be on it because they're a little too big, but we've got the new record, Dying of Everything by Obituary, Mm -hmm. hailing from Tampa, Florida. Uh, They've put out three singles on this record. I think that they are all exactly in the band's wheelhouse, and they are not changing their formula whatsoever on this record. They sure aren't. Um, this literally sounds like it could have come out in 1990. Yeah, if not earlier. Um, the production is, is very old school. Um, mm-hmm. in some ways, maybe I wish it was a little more modern. Um, but mm-hmm. if you like old school thrash metal, uh, death metal, um, you know, any of the, the legends, you're gonna you're gonna be into this, I think, mm-hmm. and um, it's great to see them still around. Oh yeah, uh, what they've been a band for probably forty years, close to that, give or take. So it's it's great to see it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm I don't really know what to expect with this record. Probably pretty much what you would expect with any obituary record. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we'll see. I think I think it's, I'm happy this is on the list. Could have been an honorable mention, perhaps, but um, I guess it's it is news when when obituary puts out a record. Yeah, and. I was kind of weighing the fence on that, if it was going to be an honorable mention, if it was going to be on this list. And, you know, I was re-listening to the singles again, and what caught me was these are some pretty dang simple death metal riffs, but they are so catchy and well done for what they are. Like, it's not overly fast, it's not overly complicated, but, like, it just almost took me back to when I was, like, first discovering death metal and stuff like that, and I really, really kind of enjoyed that, because it also didn't feel stale, like, what they were writing as far as the riffs. Like, sure, it's very formulaic and old-school death metal, but it still sounded kind of new from that regard, what they're playing. So, Mm -hmm. I thought that was fun. Yeah. I mean, did you notice that one of the songs, I forget which one, has 
literally is is creeping death <laughs> the, the riff yeah <laughs> i did know yeah i did notice I did, that yeah. too <laughs> <laughs> but hey i mean that's okay you know i i felt like i was in 1984 listening to these songs so that's totally fine i with mean me. that's my favorite metallica song okay so, you know if you're paying homage to that <laughs> one <you> okay <laughs> there you go uh obituary classic classic band at number six number five yeah uh, number five. So this is also some very exciting news for some people. The writing was kind of on the wall that this band was returning. They went out on tour with the Wonder Years, and now they are back. Metro Detroit's own mm-hmm. fireworks with their new surprise record, Higher Lonely Power. This is kind of an indie rock, pop punk blend band, uh, and pretty exciting comeback for some people in the scene. What do you think on it? For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, Fireworks has been at it for a long time. Um, I remember them being kind of like a local band, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because you know, obviously the Detroit, the Michigan scenes, and the Ontario scenes, we were all all pretty close together. You know, doing local shows back before bands were signed and stuff. And I remember them being that kind of unsigned band that started to get bigger and bigger. And it's great that they're back. Mm-hmm. Um, they really have completely abandoned the pop punk sound at this point from what i can tell on this record it's very indie rock Mm -hmm. but i don't think that's a bad thing um i think that a lot of the band's sort of vibe um the lyricism kind of works in this genre it kind of shines and i really like some of the production and some of the tone um yeah throughout throughout this record i didn't get to all of it i kind of skipped through it um I, i listened to probably three quarters of the record but yeah, I know. I, I don't know if I missed if there's any, you know, uh, pop punk Wonder Years, Real Friends-esque style songs, but I missed them if there are any. No, not really. Yeah, I mean, I listened to this record three times. There wasn't any uh, crazy like pop punk parts. And this band almost sits in like a weird spot for me. Like obviously being from Detroit, I'm very, very happy that they are making a comeback. Like I love our Michigan scene. Uh, but this is a band that like I wasn't really into when I was younger when they were around still, right? I kind of missed the boat. They were a little too old for me. Okay. Um, And they just weren't around by the time that I was actually like going to shows and seeing stuff, right? So I'd never gotten on the fireworks train, Uh, but I really like this sound and I'm going to like kind of throw a band name out there. And I think if you are a fan of the world is a beautiful place Mm -hmm. and I'm no longer afraid to die and you want something a little bit more upbeat, this record is going to be perfect. Yeah. Because that's really what it reminded me of lyrically, all the different tones and sounds and like samples coming in through on this. I think it's a pretty well done record and just a lot of fun. No, totally. It's got that kind of like, maybe you could almost call it post pop punk. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, like uh, dream pop esque sound to it. Mm -hmm. Um, I totally, totally uh, uh, vibe with that. So Absolutely, no. At what point do we get to post-post-punk or post-post-hardcore? I know. Like, we're starting to throw around terms like post-metalcore, post-pop-punk yeah. and stuff well, post, like that. Well, this, like, this really does kind of vibe with post-pop-punk. I don't know if I've... It does. If this genre is really... That genre's really been defined yet, mm-hmm. but I think this is kind of it <laughs> right here. Well, I mean... It's weird because I think you can go two different directions with post-pop punk then. I think you can go this route and I think you can go to the water parks route, right? Right. Because which side do you lean on? The more pop side or the more like punk indie side? Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I For some reason, when you put post in front of something, it it's always a little like older and cooler and more mature. Mm-hmm. You know, it isn't, it isn't really the other way with like a pop punk band going. That's true. Rap or mainstream. Yeah, yeah, it's more pre- exactly. <laughs> that, uh, it, it, there is a truth to that though, right? I mean, just by when you talk about post hardcore from like the 80s mm-hmm. or the 90s, that is almost kind of was the definition of it. So yeah. anyway, um, that's a that's a great release. Something people should really check out at number five. Uh, All right, number four. Coming in at number four and number two, uh, for them at least, we've got the EP Downer Part 2 by 1056 coming out of Paris, France. We've talked about this band before on the show. Uh, Unfortunately, they did release a single about 30 minutes ago, and I didn't get a chance to listen to it because I saw it on YouTube right as I was getting ready to do the show. Um, But I absolutely love this band, and I think that they have taken a step at least with the two singles I have heard RLS and Trauma Doll um, 
to like defining themselves a little bit more. The last EP that we got was kind of just like beat down metalcore and trauma doll absolutely goes off as beat down metalcore, but we've got this RLS song, which is just kind of Mm -hmm. like cool ambient still goes hard, has some like different lyricism, some rapping parts. I think it's super cool. And this band's really coming into their own and like finding who they are. Totally. I'm kind of interested in seeing what this third single would be. I obviously I didn't hear it either. Um, Mm -hmm. because I was feeling like these singles were pulling the band kind of apart in sort of two different directions, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like, yeah, it's like, okay, you listen to the, the, um, was it RLS or that song? Yeah. And you hear like, okay, this is kind of like almost rap, uh, you know, almost like a, a emo rap. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of like heavy beat down parts at all in this song. In, in fact, you might not even know it's that kind of a band. And then of course, return to form um, with the other single, you know, just, just super, Tramadol, super, yeah. super heavy, just, just ignorantly heavy. So we'll see, you know, kind of which direction this band gets pulled in. And mm-hmm. to be honest, I don't really know if I have a preference. I think they they do everything pretty well. Yep. And uh, it'll be it'll be cool to see you know what what happens. I mean, they're still a relatively new project, right? It's only been a project since like mm-hmm. maybe a year or two, right? Something like that. It's, yeah, it's, if that. It's um, really new. Last year because it's Aaron Matz who left portraying the martyrs, right? Oh right. So, um, and honestly, RLS, I kind of got the vibe because he does do some screaming rap portions. Right. He almost reminded me of like old school Franz too. I heard that. Some of the like rap core stuff. And I think that's like kind of an untapped genre at the moment that they could really kind of bring in the emo rap influence into the metal core or like be down metal core and have like real success. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, like, yeah, if that genre is going to come back, they could be definitely be a band that's leading that charge. I, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Here for it. All right. You ready for that number three though? Yeah. All right. Um, this is kind of a weird pick for new noise. Cause I never really fell in love with this original band, but if Vili Valo with his new album, neon noir carries through like these singles, I am going to have to go check out him quite a lot more. Right. And I don't know. Like I've liked him songs before. There are ones that just drop me, but every single from this is just great. Dude, I know. And I don't understand. How it. good is this? This is, if you're searching for this on, on not Instagram, on Spotify. It's just VV. VV. It's not Vili Just but. VV. Maybe it'll come up if you, if you uh, search Vili Valo. But uh, this of course um, is the singer of him. I believe him is still a band. Nope. No, they're done. Okay, they're done. So this mm-hmm. is this is if you're a him fan, then this is very exciting news, I guess. See, him was always one of those bands. They were kind of around. I just never could really get into them. Yeah, it was always like a little slow and boring and monotonous for me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what it is about these singles. They're just good songs. They're catchy. Yeah. His voice sounds incredible, and you you got to hear this. Like this is really cool. Mm-hmm. You don't. This doesn't happen where you have a lead singer's band break up and, oh, put out, you know, he's keeping the logo. The heartogram's still there. Yeah. And this is really, really solid. So I'm I'm really excited for this, for this full length. Yeah. Like I'm straight up sold on it. It's got like, yeah, I don't know. It feels fresh, but retro at the same time. Right. Because you've got these kind of like cheesy ballady lyrics almost, but it's got this almost... I'm not going to say synthwave, but like totally does synthwave guts to it. And like, I don't know. It's just, it's a hard to describe sound. And I think it's really, really cool. It's definitely not going to be everybody who listens to our show's cup of tea, but I really do think it's something that everybody like go check out a song or two. Cause I think that this project's really cool. And like the album title neon noir is just sick. Like I love that. I album mean, this title. aesthetically, you know, hymns always had it, right? I mean, that's been almost their knock mm-hmm. <laughs> is that it's all style, no substance. Um, but I, I yeah. c- completely think that's not the case with this. These songs are great. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm blown away. So really glad you're, you're putting this into people's attention. Mm-hmm. This is the, definitely, this is the, yeah. the heat seeker pick for me. Uh, I think this week. Yeah, like I'm glad that I put these singles on the playlist because like we have a little playlist where like 
all right, these are the singles for everything we might talk about, right? And I'm, I just tossed these on here just because like, oh yeah, I should probably check this out and like see if it's worth checking out the album. I'm like, just blown away. Yeah. Fucking great. Really, really, really good. Really, really good. That is VV at number three, everybody. Hell yeah. Uh, coming in at number two, a record you were on. Oh, yes. We've got the new album, Lies They Tell Our Children by Anti-Flag. I assume you've heard this whole thing. I've heard this whole thing. Yeah. What do we think? I love the record. I love the record. Um, I mm-hmm. love the, there's a lot of guest features on them. I'm one of them. Yep. I'm track three. Uh, always a nice place to to be on a record. Mm-hmm. And it's a really, really cool concept, you know, album kind of talking about the history um, of the government lying to us, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Um, and they do a really good job of of putting together a lot of great guests. Um, everyone from Jesse from Killswitch to Tim from Rise Against. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Baker from Bad Religion is on this thing playing guitar. Uh, yep. Really, really great guests um, and a complete record that really shows Anti-Flag's strength, not just being kind of a punk band, which we know they can do. Mm -hmm. They venture into a couple, uh, a little bit of uncharted waters here and there, but I honestly think they're my favorite moments of the record. So I really like this thing. Yeah. um, I really like it as well. I think side A is definitely a bit stronger than side B personally. Uh, But that said, I still like side B. I think that they really kind of show off just like on every album, right? How they're very dynamic, how they can have these very serious songs that are either kind of more focused on just being kind of like pure punk songs or songs that are almost, I'm not going to say pop punk in kind of the traditional way we think of it, but pop punk in the way that like, hey, this is punk and it happens to be very catchy like pop music. Right. Right. Yes. Um, Yes. Which I think is a great way to do. Like the fight of our lives is such a catchy song. Like, just gets stuck in my head. Um, you brought up some of the features. I think some of my favorite ones, um, obviously, like yours, Jesse Leach, are great. But like, we've got Campino from De Totenhausen, mm-hmm. which is like one of the most underrated bands out of Germany of all time. Which is like, well, they're not underrated in Germany, but no, in America, nobody knows who they are. Exactly. Like, they're fucking great. And then, um, the second to last song on the record with Stacy D from Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Yeah. Which is just an awesome punk band. Like, yep. I think this record's really fun. It's great. It's a, it was an awesome way to kind of like start the year along with the fireworks record for me. Um, and just kind of like set the tone, like, you know what, we're just going to come out the gate swinging on albums this year. So, yep. no, I mean, it's, it's like it's someone's move next. Who's going to write a better punk record than this um you know this year it's we'll see yeah uh this is strong and i love i love where they set the bar mm-hmm. and you're right I, I always loved loved um anti-flag so much that you're right they're able to have this energy and this aggression mm-hmm. while still being super catchy and i love that they incorporate screaming and like some aggressive vocals but like in such a cool way like um number two's got such a great scream yep i don't know it's really really cool they they're uh they're just one of my favorite bands. And if you ever get a chance to see them live, you got to go see them live. Cause they are oh. just one of the best live bands period. I agree there. And so like, I've seen them in like small venues and I've seen them at festivals. Great both ways too. Oh yeah. Like a hundred percent. It's weird when a band can actually pull both off because I think there are definitely some bands that are like festival only like big crowd and some bands that are small room only, but like they play to their audience. It's a great time. Yep. hundred percent, man. There it is. Anti-flag at number two. All right. Well, we're going to get into the number one most anticipated album of the week right after these messages. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back. We are. We're back. Very back. Very, very back. All right. You ready for this? I am. Let's go. I'm, I'm, give it to me. Okay. This is a weird thing because I'm going to sound like an absolute hypocrite when I say this. 10 out of the 12 songs on this record have been released. <laughs> oh boy. That's a weird for a number one for you. I know. Usually it gets demoted yep. on account of that. But our number two, it, I mean, was completely out. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and we're kind of at that weird like time of the year where nothing really matters. <laughs> um, and I'm, it's also different too, because like if you release every song on a record and there's just like no rhyme or reason to it, it feels like a little half-hearted. This band has released a concept album and each song is like a different chapter to a book and it's different thematically and kind of tells a story, which is why I'm a little bit more for it. Um, I know I've talked this band up a lot and I've got them at number one here because I'm just super excited and I love them. Uh, this is the fantasy core band, The Wise Man's Fear with their new record, Atlas Runica. I think this band's awesome. They write super solid metalcore with just catchy, emotional choruses. The riffs are fun. The drums are great. You get that little bit of fantasy flair that's not overpowering like a lot of people complain with power metal. And it just got a little bit of everything. It's fun. Yeah, I really like this band. I know you like them a lot too. And listening through like on the playlist, I was like, I wonder if this is going to be number one for Mike or if it's going to be further down the list. But listening through to these singles, it's interesting. I just thought that this was the record. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so many. No, we got two more left. Yeah, and I, I kind of like the um, the order. I don't know if that's the order of the record or... It is the order of the record. Oh, perfect. Because I really like it and it really flows. Mm-hmm. Um, what I like about this band so much is that they put their all into every song, every part... Yep. Uh, it's never gets boring mm-hmm. despite some of the stuff being like a little bit, I don't know, taxing to listen to at times because there's a lot going on. Traditional metal core. Um, but it's great. Yeah. And so much talent in this band. Uh, I love the songwriting. There's uh, one of the songs on this that, that almost sounds more like a post-hardcore song, like like Seosin could have written it. Um, is that uh, the strength to bury a friend? Uh, I don't have the I don't have it in front of me. I really should make notes like that. The the really sad one. Oh, uh, it's well, it's got like yeah, it's got like a six, like a three, four, six, six, eight. Yeah, time signature, and I mean, of course, then the bridge goes into their own, you know, crazy craziness. Mm-hmm. But no, this this band it, it, this band kicks ass, and um, yeah, I really it's really great to see a band, you know, coming out of the Midwest in America mm-hmm. and kind of putting this genre on the map. You know, usually it's let this is kind of led by the Europeans. Yep. Um but I like really like the twist that they put on it because like you said it isn't overly cheesy. You know, you don't need to f- feel like you mm-hmm. have to have to have seen every Lord of the Rings and Star Wars movie to be able to relate to this. Like there's well, this album, it's all their own story written, right? I love no that. inspiration from anything else. Yeah. I, I just, I just love that. You know, you don't have to feel like a total nerd listening to this. It's, it's kind of like mm-hmm. fantasy core, but it's also kind of cool. Yep. Um, and I, I really like that about it. And, um, yeah. Uh, the wise man's fear, it's a bit of a mouthful of a name. I don't know how good it looks on a t-shirt. Oh, it looks great. However, okay, I'm sure you own some, Mike, but um, but don't let that dissuade you. So do you want the story behind the name, actually? I do, actually. So Patrick Rothfuss, one of the greatest fantasy writers of all time, he has the Kingkiller Chronicles. The Wise Man's Fear is the second book in that chronicle. Mm. Uh, and the band's first three albums are all based kind of a la like Blind Guardian, Ice Nine Kills, off of those first two books. We're still waiting on the third book, uh, but one of my favorite fantasy writers of all time as well that I've discovered because of this band. Well, there you go. Great dudes. That's awesome. Look at that. I love when these, you know, different media, medium forms collide. It's really fun. Yeah. It's really fun. I know, right? Well, that's wonderful. Well, there you go. Yeah. The Wise Man's Fear at number one. Let's do a quick recap, recap and then we'll get into uh, honorable mentions. Reclap. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
You want to lead us off? Number six. Got the new record, Dying of Everything by Obituary. Number five. Higher Lonely Power by Fireworks. Number four. Downer Part Two by 1056. Number three. Neon Noir by VV, a.k.a. Villivalo. Oh, yeah. Number two. Lies They Tell Our Children by Anti-Flag. And of course, the number one record of the week is... Atlas Runica by The Wise Man's Fear. Pretty solid, man. Let's get into those honorable mentions. Like, l- listening through that list, that is a pretty solid little group of uh, records for people to check out. So For first two weeks in the year, hell pretty yeah, good. it is. And especially because a lot of bands don't want to put records out like the first week or two of the year because there's just a, like, you know... Uh, there's stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, it's distracting. and Everybody... Like you're in a haze, you're trying to get back into the flow of being at work after a couple of days off or like a week off in some people's case. It's a trying time. Yeah, the music industry has been basically like hitting the snooze button the last couple of weeks too, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. But um, let's see what honorable mentions we have. Yeah, so first off, we're going to start with the honorable mentions from last week. These are some things people might have heard about and some things people might be really wanting us to talk about. Um, so first off last week, we had this really cool album that I want to talk about and I think you're going to like it, but I think it was just like, I got to toss in the honorable mentions It's a dual album by a band called Asian Glow and Sanjos Tamam Conta. If you look up Asian Glow, you'll find it. It's much easier to remember. (laughs) And this is a weird Black gaze, black metal, post-hardcore, shoegaze, whatever the hell combo you want to call it. Very similar to like Svalbard and Respire. And I picked it up because of the genre, because of the album art. And I had a really great time with it. Okay. Not for everybody. Just check it out. Okay. Asian Glow. Um, yeah. We also got uh, two singles and an album announcement from our favorite post-hardcore gone dubstep boy, Skrillex. Hmm. So make sure you go check that out if you're still interested in his music. I think he's a very talented musician and it's not really dubstep anymore. Kind of is, but it's a little bit more than that. It's cool. Okay. Uh, We got the second single from Casey. Oh yeah. They announced that it's just a seven inch, two songs. It's all they got for us. And we're okay with that because both those songs are bangers. Nothing wrong with that. Got a new song from Enterprise Earth, an absolutely amazing Seven minute long deathcore ballad. I think it's safe to say it's already the year of deathcore again. Mm, it just is. It seems to be every year. It's, it seems to be every year. Uh, and speaking of one of my favorite band names in the entire world and favorite bands, tech death metal band Flub has released the third song off their upcoming EP coming out in February. I love Flub. I think it's just so fun to say. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Anal Cunt. I thought that was your favorite band name. No, no. Um, (laughs) And the last thing that we got to talk about from last week, um, what I think everybody wants us to talk about, Sleep Token. Oh, yes. Two new songs, Chokehold, The Summoning. This band has no fucking ceiling. Dude. And I don't know if they're releasing an album, an EP or whatever this year, but whatever they do... I feel sorry for whoever else is in that category this year. So these two songs are perhaps better than anything on the last album. This place will become your tomb. Yes. In fact, the awakening could be the summoning. Sorry. The summoning might be the greatest sleep token song ever written. I concur with that. It's insanely good. Um, so yeah, don't sleep on these songs. We have heard rumblings that there could be a record coming soon. This record could be some kind of a surprise release. We're not sure. Um, but we've got two sleep token songs already. This is Mm -hmm. massive, massive, massive news. We'll be doing our best to figure it out for you all. Um, and yeah, this band is just crazy. If it is an album, if it is an EP, uh, me and Shane might need to have some serious discussions about whether Sleep Token deserves their own category or not. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Because at this point, if if the song quality remains with these two, I think we might have our album of the year very, very early on. Dude, even the production is great too. They're, I mean, the production on all their albums is amazing, but this is even another it's, 
another step. It's so good. So this, yeah, it's yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah. The, no, the like the summon the summoning man, like everything. The ending is so good. Oh my god, the song is incredible. It's perfect. And like we didn't get any screams on the last record, really. So like Vessel coming out with these just new and improved screams on it too is just phenomenal. Yeah. Like no, I mean this band is so talented. Yeah. It's uh it's absolutely incredible. Um, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I could definitely see this coming out sooner than later and uh, I'm here for it. Yep, for sure. Uh, moving on to this week, we've got some really cool stuff. Uh, we got a new EP from kind of death metal, deathcore pioneers, disfiguring the goddess, probably a name you haven't heard in a long time. Uh, but this is a super cool EP. It's kind of got... Um, what do I want to take? Like some Blue Dos Nord vibes, oh, yeah. but more refined. Like it's, I would say it's like Blue Dos Nord light <laughs> with the L-I-T-E, you know, like a Bud Light. Yeah. Like it, it's not as spooky, but it's a good time. Miller Light, actually, um, if, so, if we're being technically, yeah. you know, it's okay. True, it's okay. whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, but it's called Carnival. Make sure you check that out. That'll be super cool. All right. Um, we also got an EP called Surprise EP, uh, Songs for the Willow by One Step Closer. Super cool band, kind of moving in a different direction that they haven't gone yet. This is definitely more in the mo- uh, post-hardcore realm. Uh, I think it's super solid and highly recommend that everybody check that out. As yeah, well. check them out on our tour uh, this uh Oh, yeah. This April as well, we will be bringing them out as our opener on our headliner. So hell yeah, uh, exciting! Excited to have uh, have them on and, and watch them every night. Who else is on that again? Might as well say while we're here. We've got yeah, we've got one step closer, who we love. CU Space Cowboy, who we also love, mm-hmm. and of course Dayseeker as direct support. So this is uh, a really big lineup. Yeah, for uh, for for the tour. So we are really excited. Lots. Lots of good stuff there. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, with that, we're going to get into some other stuff. Uh, we've got a reimagined album. This is the first album redone from Lights in Motion. We talked about his new record last year and how absolutely incredible and cinematic yeah. it is for like instrumental music. Really good. Um, he's decided to go back and reimagine his first album and kind of make it what he always envisioned. So I'm really excited when bands do that. Um, especially one man projects like that. So I'm going to be checking that out for sure. Yeah. It's, it's sometimes rare, you know, Mm -hmm. that an artist will kind of want to go back and do that and revisit that and not just, you know, continue to push forward. And I, I'm always appreciative of it. I think it's cool. You you know, it's not going to take anything away from the Mm -hmm. old record if you like it. So why not? You know, I I think it's uh, I think it's a cool thing to do. Yep. For sure. Um, Distant. Awesome deathcore band. Mm-hmm. Uh, they heard the big six was doing something and they decided to get everybody else. Uh, we've got Eddie Hermina from Suicide Silence, Frankie Palmieri from Amure, Mike Greenwood, Casey Tyson Pierce, and Colton Bennett from Angel Maker, Kyle Medina of Body Snatcher, Johnny Kildaro and Andrew Baina from Carcosa, Aaron Matz from 1056, just talked about him, Mark Zelli of Paleface, Andres Bolivar of Cabal. Marcus Jasak and Kevin Peterson of Acranius, Dan Tucker from Crown Magnetar, and Devin Duarte from Worm Shepherd. Oh, and Thomas Clark from Abbey Falls. Sorry, I ended too soon. Um, absolutely monster song. You're a deathcore baby. Okay. How many big that was well, we had the big six. How many how many is this? Like big thirteen or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, that's cool. I mean, sure. I mean, is this this genre is just exploding right now. Like it really is. I think it's great. You know, let's let's just hype it up. Let's get more eyeballs, more news on it, more people listening to to it, and all these bands. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. It's just great for everybody. Yep, I love it. Get everybody to just share the love. Have a good time. That's right. That's it. end of the day. That's what it's all about. Um, next up. New Paramore song. Oh, yes. I think I like this one more than any of the others so far. I have this one is weird and fun and it's only two minutes and is so damn catchy. Awesome. No, I have actually not heard this one yet. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. We'll drop today. Oh, then that's that's why. Always excited about it. And um, if this is your favorite so far, Mike, that's good. Because I thought the last two were pretty good. Like, okay. And um, there's room for, you know, some other things to happen on this record. So... Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a big one when it drops. Yeah, for sure. Um, in terms of weird stuff, 
You know Pop Evil, right? I, I do know Pop Evil, yes. Yeah. They're putting out a new song, and it's featuring Fit for a King. Hmm. Interesting. Kind of interesting. Well, I did yeah. see, you know, it's funny because I, you know, as I mentioned, I'm in Las Vegas and I walked past the House of Blues mm-hmm. and I saw that Pop Evil is playing and they have the word alive opening for them. Yeah. Also strange. Which I thought was a bit strange, but maybe Pop Evil is kind of diving into metalcore a little bit or at least embracing it. Who knows? Um, you know, they're kind of known for being that kind of that radio rock band, you know, that you kind of always on the radio, always playing radio festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I mean, that's cool. Hey, maybe they're just angry and pissed off and they, they need a little, uh, yeah, who knows? They need a little screaming, some screaming on those records. I don't know who knows what it'll be, but, uh, why not? Yeah. Why not? Um, let me see. And kind of in the same like vein, we've got a new song from your favorite rock group, theory of a dead man. <laughs> We have gone from Theory of a Dead Man to Theory, back to Theory of a Dead Man, with their new song, Ambulance, off their upcoming record, Dinosaur. Oh. Make sure you check that out. (laughs) Okay. That's a lot to unpack. Uh, Sure. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah. The album art's horrible. I'm just razzing Shane. I don't actually care about this. Hey, you made an honorable (laughs) mention, Mike. You have to stand behind it. Okay. (laughs) Sure thing. Uh, New single from AXTY. I don't know how they pronounce their name. They're from Brazil. Super awesome post-hardcore band, bringing in some kind of uh, Latin, R&B, like classic guitar, post-hardcore. These guys are just great. Make sure you go check okay. out this song. All right. Awesome. Uh, Bloodbather, new song, original vocalist back in the band. Super cool news. Um, kind of one of those just awesome heavy bands that's been around forever. All right. At this point. Cool. Um one of the coolest symphonic metal bands that I think kind of is underrated, uh, Camelot, that's with a K, not a C, uh, is putting out a new single. So make sure you check that out. All right. And now we're into album announcements. We got two singles off of their new record, Gent is Not a Genre, Periphery. Did you get a chance to listen to these? Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to them. I saw that they came out. I thought it was an interesting little mini statement. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, you know, periphery always at the top of the game, um, the top of the non-genre mm-hmm. uh, and always doing other things too. Like some of the the most savvy businessmen uh, in the game as well. Oh yeah. Uh, and I, I always welcome whatever they're, whatever they're working on. I think they're great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to be honest. I have never really vied with periphery. It has just been one of those things that I haven't been able to get a handle on. Just doesn't fit with me. Who knows why? Put on these two new singles. They are bangers. Okay. I am very happy that I am enjoying them. Okay. Because this is a band that I've like wanted to click for a while, uh, but just never has. So I'm really happy that I like these ones. Here you go. Mike's going to go to the store and buy all the periphery records and then all the hymn records. That's what he's going to do this week. Uh, probably not. Um, next announcement we've got a new single and most likely the album announcement from All Time Low Uh, their new record Tell Me I'm Alive don't know the exact date it'll be coming out Mm -hmm. Uh, but I know a lot of people are interested in All Time Low they like this stuff Sleepwalking was a good song Mm -hmm. yeah Um, and then the one I think everybody wants us to talk about the real big album announcement the definitive proof that Album of the year is going to be an absolute brawl mm. because obviously, depending on what Sleep Token does, who knows? Uh, we might have two of my number ones going up against each other. That's right. Album announced A Kiss for the Whole World, Enter Shikari, new song. Did you get a chance to listen to it? Have not listened to the new song. Saw the album announcement. All right. Everything Enter Shikari does is amazing. And I got to say, I, don't, I know this isn't a hot take for you. I think their last album was their best album so far. Mm-hmm. They only get better. So this is this is huge. Yeah, uh, absolutely huge news. I mean, we're gonna it's gonna be a three year uh, wait. You know, between what? Uh, right, twenty twenty. No, twenty. It came out in twenty twenty. No, it came out in twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah, so it's gonna be. So it came out. April, yeah, just yeah, about a three-year wait. Three-year wait Literally between, four days between records. More than three years. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a three-year wait between records. And um, I mean, 
they haven't done a ton of touring nope. based on just the way the world has been. So that's also kind of enter Shikari though. There's going to be a lot of work here done. It's going to be a good record. Oh, yeah. I just, I just know it's going to oh, yeah. be a great record. Um, so the new single, uh, please set me on fire. Absolutely beautiful. I love the album artwork for this. I spent way too much money on the enter Shikari store this morning. Um, this song is great. I think it has taken everything that they learned up to the point of nothing is true and everything is possible. Mm -hmm. And then they have gone back and taken some of the tones that they have from their earlier records, uh, take to the skies, uh, tribalism, like those kind of tones and sounds and samples and stuff like that. And they have refined it and are bringing it to their new level of songwriting. And I think it is everything that every Enter Shikari fan has ever dreamed of. This record is going to absolutely pop the hell off. Let's go, man. Like, wow. This is your homework we, right after this. You're going to listen to this gonna song and you're right going to text me, Mike, this song is amazing. Uh, I know. It. I will. Uh, dude. I mean, this year is just, there's so much, so many excite, so much excitement in the first, mm -hmm. what are we, 11, 12 days into this year. Yep. You know, with, with sleep token re releasing these songs, the Anna Shikari announcement and already some great records on the board. This is just, Oh yeah. What a place to start. Very excited. And uh, yes, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast to hear all about what happens this year. Cause it's going to be, it's going to be a doozy. Uh, knowing what I know and like just seeing some things, seeing the writing on the wall for some bands, like some bands that I never thought were coming back are in the works to come back. And, you know, I thought it was just touring and it's apparently new music. Um, mm. you, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably know what that is. Uh, but it, this is going to be one of the most wild years in a long time, I think. I think this is going to be the best year of the decade for music. Just seeing what I'm seeing. So. I think you could be right. Calling my shot early. There it is. But that's it. Uh, that's all I got for honorable mentions. All right. As always, follow me on Sla at Slappy Slam on Instagram for all the fun stuff like the list. Get on, the ins get on Mike's Instagram. Follow that up. Subscribe to the podcast and welcome to 2023. Mike's already calling it the best year for music of the decade. So we're off to a great start. Oh, we got water parks this year too. Jeez. Oh boy. Crazy year. It's going to be a good one. All right. See you guys later. See you, Shane. All right. Have a good one. Mike, thanks again. Yes, we will see you all next week.